So, AJ, money. The first thing you need to know pretty intimately is what you want. Why you want it? How you think you're going to get it. And what you're going to do with it after you've got it. P.S. No one said this was going to be easy. Hello and welcome back to Easy One Name Podcast. In this season, we're going to be talking money, money, money. I have my friends with me, Ajuma, Ajuri, Eniola, and I remain Ijoma. Um, my name is Ajuma Naomi Edo. Um, I answer every name, that's why it's all there. But yeah, the first thing we like, I would love to put out there is that money is a concept. Um, you need to understand that the way you think about money mm-hmm. is how money is going to be with you. Like the way you, your mindset is what attracts money to you. It's how you, this what determines how you use it and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. So that is Ajuma and Ajuri. Um, my name is Ajuri Adoga. And um, basically, I don't know what money is to me. Don't. Okay, okay, my name is Enyola Folarin, and uh, money is a really tricky subject. That's all I'm going to say for now. And I'm actually here to learn a lot from like these experts. I'm going to be asking everyone questions. So this is going to be, since this is our, our maiden voyage, mm-hmm. this is our first episode, mm-hmm. we're going to talk briefly about our financial journeys so far up until where we find ourselves in life. We don't really have much between ourselves, but the reason why we're here is to to plan ahead for the future, for our financial freedom and independence. And since this is a new year, 2021, we have all these goals and you know we hope to learn so we're bringing you fresh information as we receive as we read more as we research more and then we're also um open to hearing from you so you can reach us on easy one day podcast um via our instagram at easy one day and on twitter at easy underscore one day on facebook we have a page called easy one day podcast yeah you could send us an email if that's your thing at talk to one day at gmail.com so that's talk to one day at gmail.com now um i'm gonna be asking any nila i'm gonna start with you all right so can you tell us about financial history in terms of um you know your first introduction to money savings investments you know where you raised with that mindset of you have to save or you know do you work what was your first experience with money in life so i'm a medical research scientist and i don't have much experience exactly with saving money oh i used to do like a part-time job as a demonstrator but the money wasn't a lot to like consider saving it and plus i was well, I'm still young, but I was like younger, so I didn't take or I didn't consider saving my money at the time. 
maybe mostly because i don't know i had like financial backing for my parents yeah so i didn't really think about saving mm. until i finished my master's degree now that i'm job hunting or looking for a job so i think it's actually important because honestly the financial backing for my parents has kind of come to like uh, stop like i don't know they just see me as an old person now and they don't want to assist me well it's not their fault they paid all the school fees so i should be making my own money by now so um, yeah so now i'm actually considering it that's why i came to you guys so i can hear and learn something new okay okay so um briefly yeah i just want to interject by saying that myself eniola and adri went to eat at this place called keja grill in abuja and we started talking about investments and cryptocurrency and just money in general from that conversation i think it was adri who said wow i like this this types of conversations you know so we're like you know let's record a, a podcast let's make it a thing and let us help each other to encourage each other to you know be aware of what's going on in the world around us when it comes to money because you see money is a very in nigeria where we live money is a very I mean, in fact everywhere in the world money is a very important subject but also it's sort of taboo for certain groups to actually openly talk about money people can be friends with each other for years and not know the other person's financial situation so mm-hmm. but i know we're all broke girls <laughs> we're still trying yeah. to make it we're still up and coming we're doing the wise thing to do which is to open up and help each other within our small network so ajuma drop it give us your financial journey your history how did you get to where you are well like i wasn't what do you do what do you do currently in the fashion industry my financial journey basically started after I finished school, like uni, right? And I didn't, I didn't understand how money worked. I didn't understand, like, how I could make better use of it because I was money was coming easy for me from my parents. Like, I was, I was always getting monthly allowance. So all I knew was just my immediate need, instant gratification. But like after that ended, I had a whole year to sit and think about my life. A lot of regrets happened because. I knew like money wasn't coming anymore. So I started regretting like if I had known that I'd been saving, I understood why savings were very important at mm-hmm. the time. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to educate myself. Started reading more books about money, started understanding like what cryptocurrency was all about, different ways I can save money or invest, like the difference between saving and the difference between investing, like knowing that they're not necessarily the same thing, um, knowing how to plant my money and make it grow for me and things like that. So yeah, that's it. Currently, I'm trying to stack it all up so that I can apply the knowledge I have. Okay, so Ajiri, you know, briefly tell us about what you do and your financial journey. So yeah, um, I just completed a master's degree in human trafficking, migration, and organized crime. And yeah, so I'm big with human rights and all of that. And um, I would say my financial um, knowledge awakening came in 2017 um, while I was serving in Delta State. And I was in a situation where I was in a village and there was no electricity, no... Um, nothing to do really in the village besides you know my teaching job at a primary school and so um i used to borrow books from another copper 
and all the books she had were, you know, Robert Kiyosaki and um, what's um, Richard Templer and, you know, minds like that. And so that sort of stirred up, you know, this drive to be financially free. And so, yeah, it's something that had always been on my mind. And at least by the end of NYSE, I had saved a little sum to sort of kickstart, you know, this little business I was going to start, even though, you know, it didn't go as easily as I thought it would. Um, I first learned to be a makeup artist and then I thought, you know, it would be useful to branch out and sell makeup products. And then I did a little research and then I looked into lashes, which I still do right now. And (laughs) yeah, so uh, my lash brand is at facelift cosmetics. Yeah. And, um, other than that, um, I also just, you know, search for other ways to, you know, make money. And, um, when I noticed that, you know, the, the business, um, sector in Nigeria is very challenging, especially when you have limited, um, capital, I just thought, you know, maybe I should, um, focus more on my career. And then I decided to get a master's degree. And, um, well, from that, actually, I actually got a scholarship, which, um, was a huge boost for me. And that helped me save a lot because with the little I was able to save, I mean, I came back and I am not, you know, totally dependent on my parents anymore. So yeah, um, that sort of put, set me in the right direction. And then now I have like the drive to, you know, to, to earn more, you know, um, I have that drive to just, you know, look at, seek, seek out opportunities to make money. Yeah. Wow. Ajiri, well done. Yeah, <laughs> well done. So, um, for me, I, my own financial journey, have I said mine? No. no. Okay. I, I lost track. So I was, I was very engrossed listening to everybody's own unique, um, life stories. So my own financial journey, I would say growing up, you know, my mom was the kind of parent who, who, who involved us to an extent in what was happening with the family finances. So, for example, we all knew that we had children's accounts. So we all knew that some investments were being made, you know, for us. And then there was a period in my life where my dad used to try to get us to read books like Rich Kid, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, I swear to God, I don't think I ever finished that book. Never. Yeah, but we read like books, like the little black book on money and so on. And then, you know, my parents were very, very modest. They didn't have so much to, to give us in terms of material things, but they tried to educate us about what was possible, what was out there. So I knew that, you know, somewhere in my head, I had this trust fund like i'm using those two words very loosely so trust fund in the sense that when i was 18 my mom was going to hand over the controls to this my childhood account which by the way never happened <laughs> and she'll tell you you know when uncles and aunties give you money in the house and you'll be like oh i have money she say bring it let me save it for you in the account mm. so i believed that my money was going somewhere but you know same mom when i was uh was it 20 or 19 she, i was yeah, I think I was 20. I wasn't in Nigeria anymore. I had gone away to school and my mom gave me a very huge sum of money for my birthday. So, um, with that money, I, I decided to do something called the federal government of Nigeria savings bond. Back then, 
the interest rate was really good but it was this long-term savings plan whereby you give your money to federal government of nigeria to keep for you and over a period of two to three years you can choose which one you want i did the one for two years you earn interest you know so then it was i think at 13 percent so because i wasn't spending in naira and my mom had given me this money in naira i decided to put all of it into this into this thing and by the time the money was maturing i think you know we had a huge um windfall i guess so yeah so with that money i became very very interested in investments and how to compound my interest and how to grow from there so yeah I think my own financial journey began with support from from family. So also, um, while I was away at school, I, I, I write. I write a blog. I used to have my initial blog, but now I have another website. So from the blog, I started making commissions from, you know, affiliate marketing and stuff like that. So I was lucky that at the age of, what, 21, I made my first million in Naira. But that's because exchange rates was better. <laughs> exchange rates was something else back then. So with that money, obviously, you know, there's a saying that when you first make money, you don't, you don't know how to behave anymore. So I cannot tell you where that money is right now, but trust me, I had a good time. And also, you know, with, yeah, with family, with family, you know, with money, money and family, they are intertwined. It's like, you know, you can't talk about one without the other. Right. So at that point in my life, my family was going through a very strong, a very difficult time. I mean and you know my mom was in hospital and everything so we had to pull together to be honest that's where most of that money went to you know and then obviously there was one i think there was one trip i made i went to the u.s and i i was able to buy my own ticket so basically all that money fizzled away i wish you know with hindsight i wish i was able to invest it in something but you know in more recent times a family member one of my cousins his name is yoyo he's a financial guy but he had always encouraged me to invest in cryptocurrencies. So um, I got a gift, another monetary gift from a friend. And I decided to put the money in um, in cryptocurrency. And I safe to say that my money has doubled, if not tripled. I need these friends. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, because, because the person encouraged me to put my money in Bitcoin. And I did that. So thankfully, you know, I'm a hodler. So that's what they call it when... You buy Bitcoin just to hold, not to trade yeah. or anything. So I'm a hodler. It's supposed to be holder, but someone misspelled it as H-O-D-L a long time ago. And now it's just the lingo. Everyone says hodler instead of holder. So yeah, I hold Bitcoin. And to be honest, I advise people these days to diversify your investments. So don't only buy or don't only put your money in federal government savings bond. By the way, this FGM savings bond thing, back in what 2016-17, the interest rates were very good. But right now, it's so bad; it's like two percent. So yeah, so I wouldn't even advise anyone, except if you have maybe lump sums like five M, ten M, to just put there. So yeah, so yeah, um, with with um money markets and all the stuff. So I have um because of the savings bond. By the way. I had to get stockbrokers because for you to enter into this thing, you need to go through a stockbroking firm that's recognized by the country. So that one just opened my eyes and I was sending cold emails to all these people, you know, and even from where I was far away, all they needed was, I think, my BVN and my phone number. So I was able to start investing. And because I now had this stockbroking firm that was 
um, doing this thing for me, I could then enter into the markets, you know, so money markets and all of that. So that was the beginning really of my financial journey until now. I don't work. I'm a medical student, fully funded. Um, but I love to make money. I mean, who doesn't? I love to have my own thing. My very first job ever was as an usher in uni when I was in the University of Nigeria in Enugu campus. And there was this alumni, um, a particular set was coming back for their reunion. And so they needed ushers. So they got students, current students who who served as these ushers. And we worked for, what, a week? And they paid us... 7,500 Naira and it was cash and it was mint and oh my god, that's the best money I've ever held in my hand I'm telling you, no, but that's the best money because it's like I worked and I got paid and I enjoyed doing work exactly, so apart from that job, I've done one or two roles like, you know, consulting online for some firms and whatnot. But I have some horror stories, people do this, people take advantage of people so be careful always have a contract and before you go and agree to something make sure that you've settled on compensation and pay so yeah that's my journey so can we talk about ajuma ajuma by the way ajuma is very prepared for this <laughs> for this season because okay. she's read ajuma and ajuri i must add but ajuma give us some um some gems drop some wisdom let's talk about lifestyle nigeria hmm. we're women we're young we're hmm. just we're just entering hmm. you know so let's talk about money lifestyle you know how people in our generation should approach money but and I mean, wealth creation in nigeria right yeah the, first of all the bible says yeah mm-hmm. that um that money and wisdom are very important that blesses the man who has both okay but like okay. wisdom supersedes money now there's a possibility for you to have money and be foolish there's a possibility for you to have money and be wise exactly so two of them work hand in hand let's get that one down first you need to have money and also be wise okay money um, and wisdom. yes like just things down <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in nigeria yeah i've come to understand that money plays like a big role it's to everything. how people view you. It's everything. To, yeah, like it's yeah, everything. Especially in Yes, especially in it's very, very it's everything. So like there is that pressure that you don't even like for me personally, I found that I'm hardly ever present or happy because I'm always thinking of like my financial <laughs> situation. I'm always like even when I spend money, I'm always thinking like, okay, this money I just spent now, how is it going to come back to me? How am I going to get it back? Like, I feel, like, I just, I, I'm always worried about wasting money, even mm. if it's just going to hang out with some friends. I'm always thinking about, okay, how much I'm going to spend this money now. Uber. How am I, yes, how am I going to get it back and everything? And then, like, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about my expenses. I'm constantly jotting them down to know, okay, these are, like, and the, the messed up thing is, when you look at it, yeah, your expenses mm. right now are based on what you're making. But I try my best to project on, okay, if I was making more than what I'm making right now, what would my expenses be like? That's where I then delve into, like, my desires. Hmm, hmm. So right now, like, the money I'm earning, my expenses are what? Internet. Yeah, are. exactly. God bless you. It's not a true reflection of who I am. Actually, <laughs> yes. Teacher Ajuma. Teacher yeah. Ajuma wants to buy it. Yes, because yes. I remember my mom was saying, my mom was okay. telling, like, my sister that the day I start earning, like, major money, she's really scared. I told mm. her, I said, actually, I'm also scared because I would buy stuff that 
But my question is, if you're projecting onto the future, if when you start earning the money that you're actually thinking about, mm-hmm. won't you still be thinking about other things? Because no one yeah. ever gets satisfied of how much money they have. That's mm. the thing. The levels always change. The levels. Yeah, so when are you going to be happy? <laughs> That's my question. Like, you know that. True, you can never actually be happy because money doesn't finish, numbers don't end, yeah. mm-hmm. it keeps coming and coming. I mean, so I feel like still looking for money. I mean, it's but isn't, like, but isn't this thing true that what you attract, I mean, or what you, you know, like dress for how you want to be addressed, it's that sort true. of thing? Mm-hmm. No, that thing is true. Very true. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. true. Very mm-hmm. aspirational. Yeah, sometimes you don't have money in your bank account, but you need to look like you have money so that the people who are coming to meet you mm. are people who can help you. Like yeah. faking it. On that level. It. Not really. Like, not exactly. Not really, because if you fake it, yeah, you might it's, miss out. It's yeah. bad. You, you might miss out. Yeah. Yeah. You help us. Yeah. You might actually miss out. Yeah. You might actually truly miss out. Yeah. So it's more of a, like, you, 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 I feel like you dress in the way you see yourself in your head to be like mm. where you want to like dress in a projectile manner mm. if that makes right. sense yeah dress right. in such a way like you be so when people approach you and say can you do this this is this or this look at yourself in the mirror like you can like i mean the person i'm looking at right now can okay okay so you're talking mm. about confidence and you're talking mm. about how money can influence your own um estimation of your capacity like what, what you can do yeah. and all of that yeah. so yeah i think that's very important because some days this is this may not be this may not sound like it makes any sense but makeup on some days if you leave your house just looking meh you know no efforts no nothing mm-hmm. when you go outside you may not even feel like you know being you just meh you know you mm-hmm. just exist right but the day you put in efforts into having your brows and then you wear your nice pair of shoes and then you spray your nice perfume by the time you arrive on your destination even if you're going to buy my more in chicken republic you know the way the guy at the door will open people for you. will make excuses yeah. for you like maybe she's not just in the mood for something extra. exactly <laughs> so yeah that's because my nigeria yeah, that's that's because like outside the country, it's not a big deal. If you if you if you don't want to, it's not like like it, money is not a representation of, of who you are. Who you are. Don't yeah. say that yeah. so because I mean, don't say that so. No, no but not it's not, a, it's not as big of a deal that side that it is, it is here. Yeah. yeah, that's why you see you find you find yourself like you wake up like you need to rush to H medics to buy something now. You're just okay, going to put okay. on your shirt and go, mm-hmm. and then you go there and see people who are really made up, and you're wondering what? like just, why we What's just going came on? to H medics. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, this podcast is not sponsored by H medics, but H medics call us. <laughs> so, well, like in the end, money and your lifestyle is you draw up. Like for me personally, right. I, even before I started making a lot of money, you draw up like a balance sheet of your life. Your mm. balance sheet of your expenses. You have your liabilities. You have your expenses. You have your future assets. You 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 look at what you're spending on right now. You realize, oh, this is where all my money is going to. This is why I'm not saving more. This is why I'm not mm. investing more. You must have like a track record of spending. where your money is going to. Money. Why your money doesn't is not enough for you or something of that sort. Mm. So all the time, it's like that's what your lifestyle and money should be about. You should be able to give account of how you spend your money even before that, that's that and that's another way of like of setting discipline for yourself mm, so right. by the time by the time you start hitting like some big money you already know that okay you've trained for this beforehand yeah, you're ready prepared. so yeah. do you do you know that online you can have you can download some of these spreadsheet templates for budgeting and finance you know yeah. like they're available on like pinterest it's fine oh up nepal so in case you're hearing background noise is the fan 
So yeah, there there are things like this online. There are all these blogs. Like okay, I read um, Money After Graduation. It's a blog, and then there's a, there's another one I follow. Um, I don't remember her name right now, but there's one on Instagram called Doctor Finance. So she's a doctor in America, and she posts everything she earns every month. You know, cause you know with a credit system there, she has all these debts. Wow. So she's trying to pay off her loans in a specified period of time. So just like Ajuma was saying, she keeps track of every expense. There's a heading. Every you know, there's a heading for every line item. So there's entertainment, there's rent, there's utilities. And then what I find very interesting is she actually posts it online very transparent, but she's anonymous though, because you have to protect your identity with yeah. such things. Yeah. So her blog is called when ether catches fire.com. Ether spells E T H E R. But anyway, I digress. Um, there are tools to actually help you not only plan for your own money, but invest as well. So mm-hmm. Adjuri, this is your domain. <laughs> This is your domain. So, funny story. Um, Emmy, can you tell us what happened on the group chat? Yes. This story is actually very funny because on the group chat, they created a group chat. Me, I was just feeling like, okay, no, we're just coming here to learn and all of those things. We're all Before, uh, yeah, we're all beginners. And the next thing, IJ, IJ and I, no, it was Adri. No, both of you. Adri No, both of you. Honestly, I was I was caught off guard. I felt like the next thing, uh, they just started posting apps and all of these things. Screenshots of apps, actually. Just like, oh, I do this. I'm on this. I'm. I just downloaded this app. They do this. So I was like, what? And I'm like, I don't even have any apps. IJ was like, please start with your bank app. <laughs> like, download your bank. I'm like, please, I have my bank app. So, Adri, tell us more. I went ahead to go and actually read um check up on some of those apps that Ajiri posted. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, with me and all my apps. <laughs> so while I was in school, um basically um I had a lot of extra cash because I was on a stipend and and I felt like, you know, I didn't want to spend all my money, you know, just you know carelessly and so i started to ask friends um you know about what they what they do to you know put, um, invest and basically i just sort of started reconnecting and connecting with friends who i knew you know had interest in you know business and basically wealth creation and the sorts ha 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 so um a few of them you know um shared some applications with me and then i you know i just kept downloading and in fact i just downloaded them because you know i see them as things i i could use as tools to invest in my future because i don't have all the money to invest in every single thing so i have apps that um um facilitate um, investment in cryptocurrency and then i have some of them that are just for um real estate sort of investments Hmm. then i have um one or two that are for um making payments and you know all such and such and then for what's that thing people do with stocks what's it called stocks yeah buying stocks i guess that's what it's called so i have an app or two that do that as well then i have a couple for um farming investments and all that um i know that in nigeria a lot of apps that you know support people who want to invest in farming and all of that they 
they support those sorts of things. So I have a couple of those as well. And even though I don't invest in all of them because I cannot afford to, I feel like seeing those apps just give me the motivation. Like, oh, these are things you have to do. So by the time I start to earn money comfortably, I know where my money is going to. Because without having these apps, when I, when I see them and I'm like, oh, I haven't invested in this one yet. I know that, okay, when this money comes in, I know this is where this one should be going to. Question, question. How do you keep track of all these things? Because I'm not lazy though, but, but sometimes... Like it's easy yeah. to get lost in this trust. It's just like yeah, having multiple actually, email addresses yeah. and you forget yeah, like your passwords some, and yeah. all this. Like, how do you do it, Adri? Please, yes. enlighten us. I'm interested. I want to know. So basically, I have some of them, I have friends who have invested in them. And so sometimes I would just ask them, oh, how is this... Um, your investment doing with this app you know and sometimes they even tell me oh this particular investment thing crashed xyz weeks ago and i'm like oh what happened and then they tell me oh xyz happened you know and so basically that way well that's the thing i'm i'm i i don't mind doing high risk investments <laughs> you know okay. yeah i don't mind Okay, so let's talk about our appetites for risk. Starting with Ajuma, because I feel like... <laughs> Ajuma, take it away. I have a dangerously low appetite for like high-risk investment because my money and my feelings are tied together. Um, and I feel like I, I lack the certain level of discipline that it requires in the sense that um, I've made plans to have a direct deposit... Um, plan Mm -hmm. for my savings and my bank account Mm -hmm. and every time like i take up my phone to do it i'm like no don't worry next next month when the next when the money comes next month i'll do it when the money comes next month i'll do it and funny enough aside from my basic salary i always have like money that comes in randomly from places so i feel like i should be able to save sometimes i tell myself you know what just save like 2k from the money (laughs) just i always tell my just just 2k it's not even that deep but somehow i'm just like no, like I have this expense I need to meet. I don't want to be stranded and everything because I also do not like asking people for money. Mm-hmm. And then it's so it's so annoying when you're asking for money and you're like, I have money, but I can't access it because of this and this. And then someone's looking oh, at you yeah. like, then I, then you think I also don't want to save or stuff. I I try my best to not avoid to avoid some certain yes. things actually. Yeah. So that's why. No, I'm just saying when people say they have money, but they can't access it it's kind of annoying like i'm not going to give you my money (laughs) in the future that's the kind of person i'll be because i really even right now when i see some money in my account and i'm like why are you not making money for me and then i'm thinking what can i put this money into because i've seen how money appreciates when you invest it yeah okay so um that's about that's that about appetites for risk everybody is different not any not everyone can follow a new trend for example um my mom was the kind of person who could easily jump on a new thing and she said let's 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 go for it let's try you know but my dad would be like wait a minute who and who is behind this like Mm. you know he would want and there's Mm, a place for that there's a place for getting the education you need not everything's not for everyone can i ask a question sure for example, the things that put me off from going into cryptocurrency is mm-hmm. sometimes I'm, the information you get is so ambiguous. Okay. I would love mm-hmm. for I would love for like a, a setup that is very 
plain and simple and easy for me to understand not when you're trying to explain like how do you explain to someone that your money is digital blah 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 and mm. it's like i do understand the concept but I'm, i just have trust issues with it yeah, trust yeah. so there's a there's a there's an educational gap like you said and mm. there's a place for the that gap to be filled yeah before i went into cryptocurrency of course i had known about bitcoins and all the other coins that were available in the markets but i didn't have all the knowledge that i needed to to cross that threshold for me to actually put my money in it mm. so there was this app we're not sponsored by them but we'll try to reach out to them if they sponsored this podcast then you hear their name <laughs> but yeah so the app i use it's a nigerian one one of the best it's easy to find it actually online they have a tutorial so even when you first sign up there's the option for you to go and learn about what you're about to get into oh, that's right so i took the course it's a whole thing you know you learn about all these things you know terms like hodler and everything so you 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 are informed you're an informed investor and then even when the price of the coins are appreciating just like we've seen in the last couple of months thank thank you america for your for your election and all the good things that have come since then yeah, yeah, yeah the value of bitcoin has doubled in fact tripled if i do say so but anyway um this app will send you a notification saying do not over you know, don't get too excited be careful this thing is going up oh, but you know just like a warning a caution Which so that yeah a lot. that helps yeah mm. so so yeah so I, I i i find that very helpful in my own in my own investments with the crypto crypto world okay and so I think something that's also useful something that's also useful is um following um the topics on twitter the cryptocurrency topics because even though i don't have a lot of knowledge i mean when people post tweets most of the tweets in those in the particular specific topics whether it's um bitcoin or um ethereum or you know the rest of them mm-hmm. um you get to see you know what people are saying the latest news whatever comes up and so that's kind of how i keep track you know when when bitcoin is rising i would know because i would see it on twitter because i'm always on twitter and so that's how I kind of keep up with mm-hmm. exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. In fact, by the time um, Ripple had issues with SEC, I had seen the tweet, but then I kind of ignored it until someone else had tweeted about it and said, if you have, if you have Ripple, get your money out, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Adri, thank you for talking about news sources because, you know, with money, you have to always keep your ears on the ground, keep your eyes peeled. You don't know what is happening. You have to be in in the fray so you don't go and lose out let me tell you who knows aboki fx here yeah i've heard about it but you know yeah. Abo- any i, I have heard, heard, heard about it i heard about it but i, I didn't people. put interest <laughs> anyway aboki is your daily you know for um, online source for Forex, exchange yeah, rates exchange yeah. Yeah. anyway so i used to use aboki fx you know the website i used to go on it to check because obviously we are in school abroad you're receiving money from home you just want to keep track you know because after the current administration got into power for their first term mm-hmm. we entered into a recession so i you know constantly needed to know what was happening with nigerian currency and also uh, there's a funny funny it's not funny but it's funny this guy he put a tweet where he made a screenshot of his alarm you know on iphone where you can have multiple multiple alarm sets so he had a problem with sleep 
he was in school abroad and he didn't wake up early to go for his classes so you know in alarm you can put a label so the first label is like the price of dollar <laughs> you know so he had like maybe four alarms so by the time he he wakes up to turn off his alarm he'll be reminded that oh boy dollar you know you gotta wake up and go to school because your parents are sending all this money from nigeria at great cost to them so so i started using a bookie effect just to keep track of things and um i downloaded their app now i'm the kind of person who i don't want to receive notifications on my phone from any app maybe except bible and my whatsapp but other apps i don't want to see that red dot it gives me anxiety so i do but aboki fx came up with a, with an app and i can tell you that their app is the only other app i get notifications from the news is always very relevant we're not sponsored by them but you know just that's how good it is i just want to plug them here and say if you're an international student or if you're a nigerian that wants to know what's going on with money and they don't only um give you updates on financial news they also give you any relevant updates for example anything that has to do with embassies closing or opening just relevant very selected information yeah so yeah being updated because not everybody can be on twitter yeah or follow all the topics on yeah. money and crypto and stuff so yeah we've talked a lot for our first episode and um Eniola, is there something else you want to just say before we wrap up no, I just wanted to talk about like bad experiences mm-hmm. with investments mm. because that's like one of the reasons why I closed off of like investing like, during like, like the time of MMM and mm. all those other pyramid scams. MMM. Like I invested a lot of money and a friend of mine. And I did MMM. No, I didn't do MMM, but I did the other one. Um, Loom. No, not Loom. I don't remember it, but I remember that I paid somebody that we all know. I'm just not going to mention the person's name, but I paid directly to the person because the person encouraged me to mm. join, and like I was part of like their own pyramid, and then I paid her, mm. and after that, like my money just and that was the first time I actually got into Bitcoin because someone advised me like just put your money here. I put my money there. I spent almost like 100k in that time just investing here, there, there, just because people were saying, and I didn't have all the information like Ajuma is saying, like she she wouldn't do it because me, I didn't have it. I felt like, let me just invest, you know, like let me just do it. So I did it, and as a chef, girl, me to let me cash out. (laughs) So I was like, let me just do it. I did 25, 25, 25, like in four different places just to see. All the other places crashed except the Bitcoin. and i did it ignorantly it's not because i had so much information i just tried it and that one actually like paid off but in the time when i was doing it people are actually laughing at me and like oh you just wasted money there's no way your bitcoin is lost and it was in, it was early on when bitcoin was people were just not interested mm. you know but my 25k went up to like 180 after mm-hmm. like a after like eight months or so and i was like okay and it was a wolf money by the time i got it it was just uh, money that i invested a long time ago so you recouped all your your initial investment plus 80k yes from the other three that failed yes wow but it's still i was like 
none of those things encouraged me hmm. to like continue to invest my money i just thought i would keep a bulk of my money in the bank and just leave it there let me be looking at my money i have a question okay. what would you say or what would you advise a person who um wants that wants to invest but also i don't want to invest at a loss or to my detriment i want to be able to invest and also afford a nice standard of living that is a very tricky one because I, I that's what everyone balance. like I, I just want balance i don't want to i don't want to invest my money somewhere and then living day to day is difficult it's difficult because mm, i have that's... my money somewhere mm. and like leaving i feel okay that's the reason why i actually don't i've not made any savings because my my advice to anyone who wants to balance out is maybe invest money that you don't mind losing yeah Money mm. that's just sitting in your maybe. account. 10% you of whatever choose, you earn, maybe. You know? Like, don't put everything. If mm. you... Just like you said, you have, like, a balance sheet. Mm-hmm. And it tells you... Or you record all of your expenses. I just feel like you no know risk that... is too small. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, feel, I feel like... Um, doing investing gradually mm-hmm. will also help you because you don't feel like you're yeah. losing a huge amount of yeah. money all at once so start yeah. small because you know that's kind of how bitcoin you know just kept rising and everyone is like oh i'll wait until and then it just kept rising and you know a lot yeah. of people are like oh yeah i remember when it was x amount and mm-hmm. i was doubting and because that happened to me and a lot of people have the same stories it's like we're all in doubt but then it just keeps rising yeah. so it's not waiting for you yeah. So now we're like trying to keep up with, you know, where it's at and all of that. Yeah, I, Ajuma, I think the answer to your question is we should start from where we are. There are many instruments that you could use. For example, somebody who's ready to invest in maybe land and somebody who's ready to buy $50 worth of Bitcoin are, two, are in two different um, yeah. categories. Mm-hmm. But these two instruments exist. Mm-hmm. So I guess what we should do is to find where we can start from. For example, the federal government savings bond, the least amount you can put in that thing, at the time I did it, was 5,000 Naira. So I could invest anywhere from 5,000 up until 500 million. But I didn't have 500 million. In any event, I put it there, the long-term thing, it came out. When I got my, um, my dividends, my interest, I now had the money, I, my principal plus the interest, and I could then invest that whole amount you know plus my gains into something bigger and better you know so if we start from where you are and you grow from there and then you get to the point where your your interest your dividends will now be big enough for you to invest solo you know so it's not it's it's like rome right it wasn't built in a day yeah Yeah. invest what you can so that you're not starving exactly and don't put too much pressure on yourself like like adjury said a particular percentage maybe 10 percent um yeah and don't be afraid (laughs) don't be afraid don't be afraid don't be afraid of losing money yeah don't be afraid. Are you sure I mean, that's be like an no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Because if you see it, oh, there's, a, there's an you shouldn't extent. be afraid of it, but learn from it. Exactly, yes. because there's an extent to to take you to fear. From people who have you know been investing before. Yeah, because the fear can even stop you well, from doing something. They're good. making their money. Ooh. Well, the kind of people living in I, bondage. You know, the kind of people <laughs> I have these discussions with. I always, you know. I ask questions, you know, and they also, you know, give me a lot of information. You know, once 
one one particular kind of investment you know is going south they're like oh did you hear about this thing you know so you kind of good friends Adjuri, <laughs> we, you need to plug us into your friends. network thank you <laughs> And so if there's a new investment out, I know I have friends who work who can afford, you know, to invest. So I'm like, oh, yeah, check this thing out. If you can afford yeah, like, like the Ram one. Yeah. I even had a friend who was like, you know, do you make money of so making all these investment suggestions to your friends? And I'm like, no, I just do it because... Yeah, you should consult, Adri. Yeah, you should consult because I know someone, or we all know of this lady who wrote a book about money. And now she's making, like, her wealth, her source of wealth is from the book about making money. She gives people the idea that she understands how money works. Ah. And she has sold it, and now she has a TV show. <laughs> Look, yeah, making money, especially in Nigeria, it's not difficult. It's investing your money, growing that money. Because yeah. in the society we live in now, yeah, we we are making money to spend money. We're not making money to grow it, to invest it, or whatever. And that's the issue. Well, I think that goes with our. We, we I think Nigerians are, you know, we're, we're lavish. Very. And so, I think it, that's where discipline comes in. Uh, how do you know? How would you know I've arrived? I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, mm. I mean, you could strike a balance with I have arrived and, you know, still have that in, have it in mind that, oh, we still need wisdom some and money. money to soak Gary in the house. Mm. And yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's where wisdom comes you in. Always, we hear of cases where, oh, someone spends XX a million on a wedding mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they're soaking Gary or they don't have transport to come back from their honeymoon. <laughs> Oh, wow! Oh my God! <laughs> no return so, tickets. This is and this is not like a theoretical thing. These are things that have happened. Wow. Yeah. So it's just getting your head it's, right. I'm so I'm embarrassed sure. right. on their behalf. <laughs> you have to think of living for you know yourself and maybe your immediate family, your children. Yeah, your children, your future. So it's not about the latest iPhone, you know. So um, oh yeah. So on next episode, we'll go into more detail and we'll come up with more stories to you know. Entertain you and intellectualize and and so give you some insights you, you and know, enrich your hope life. You learned something from this episode. Yeah. So signing out. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed listening to us. Happy New Year. Drop your reviews and comments. Yeah, you can follow us on social media, Facebook at Easy One Day Podcast. We have a page over there. Email talk to one day at gmail.com. Instagram at Easy One Day and Twitter at Easy underscore One Day. Thank you. Bye.